Hello and welcome back to the show. This is Evolving with Nicole Sylvester and today I have a story for you. We're going a bit back in time, just touching on some important events because today, this morning, I was in a moment of reflection and I'm just like, you know, this time of the year, big things happen, big things shift. It's It's been like that for me for decades, and I'm going to touch on some of these things. Some of them are really crazy. <laughs> so it's for your entertainment, and some of it is going to be for your inspiration. And at the end, I have something I want to share with you. It's really exciting. It's really important. But for now, I want to remind you about something. And some of these touch points have to do with my memoir. So my memoir, Setting Myself Free, it is coming out. Wednesday. We are just days away. It's going to be available on the Amazon. You'll be able to also purchase it on my website. It's coming and I would love to have you as one of my early readers. Next week, I'm going to announce a very special event that is exclusive for the people that read my book and leave a review. So I'll tell you all the details for that. So if you're someone that is a part of my community, you're in my email world, you're going to hear all about it. If you're following me on Instagram, you're going to hear all about it. If you're not in my email community and you want to be a part of it and you want to get updates from me and be the first to know all the things that are going on, you can head over to my website, NicoleSylvester.com. Link is in the show notes and you can actually get one of my free gifts. So right now on the site, my morning miracle activations, there's one for self-love and there's one for abundance. You can get those very free moving meditations and activations happening now on my website and you'll be looped right into all the things. So what I want to let you know is that this time of the year is a big time of the year for me. And probably 15 years ago, I didn't realize that. But now here we are much later into my life. And I look back at this time of the year, I'm like, holy crap, big shifts always happen. And not like the kind of shifts that tend to just tear everything apart because I have those shifts too where it's like we're totally rebirthing now. No, it's like the types of shift where all the momentum comes and big changes happen. And I'm wondering if that happens for you at this time of the year. It's interesting because one of my closest friends, my one of my best friends, she has this t- similar thing. Mine is September, hers is October. And I just feel like there's something about this end of the year not quite the very end of the year, like the holidays where people are wrapped up in holidays and it's the end of the year and we're approaching New Year's and it's winter for many of us, uh, you know, up here in the North America. But it's that time of the year where kids go back to school. We are approaching the holidays. We know the end of this chapter, 2023 or whatever year it is at the time is closing. And it's to me a time of like, am I leaning in to really maximize what I'm doing here in this life. And I think there's something about coming off of the summer, which is a lot more spacious, relaxed, and people are enjoying, kids are out from school. And then it's like, okay, we're back in the flow. We're back in structure. So I'm curious, let me know what your experience is with this. So we're gonna go through some of these things, right? The big transformations that have happened and how it's impacted my life. So way, 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 way back in 2004, September, actually on this day, holy shit, I need to have a moment (laughs) because I didn't realize it was this day. 
when I originally wrote an email that goes along with this podcast, this was what inspired me to sit down and record this with you. I started at my daughter's birthday, which is tomorrow. But I just realized September 8th, 2004, is when I moved from Pennsylvania to Las Vegas. It was the first time I ever moved. Y'all know I love to move. I have a gypsy soul. I love to like call many places my home. I like to try places out. And I, I just don't feel, you know, like this is my one and only place. I like to play around and, and explore. And that was my first time. So I moved to Las Vegas. And on that same day, that same day, some crazy things happened. For those of you that have read my original memoir, you know what happened. Really in, insane. But I, I actually met Chanel's father that day. So that was a big life-changing moment of me getting rid of my things, selling my car, and moving on to Las Vegas. Now, when I got to Las Vegas, I actually sent my roommate, that was supposed to be my roommate, I sent her money for my, for the place that we were supposed to move into together, and something happened, and it altered the course of my life forever. And I met Chanel's father. And I write about that in the book. So you can read about that next Wednesday. But the unexpected events that happened, so many things happened. <laughs> so many crazy things happened in that year. But one year later, September 8th, 2005, I was pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Literally, I was the day before my due date with Chanel. And it's funny because I was in Las Vegas, the weather's hot as hell, for those of you that know, that time of the year, this time of the year in Las Vegas, and I was ready to give birth. I think you mamas know that there's something about waiting that long, you're carrying this child, you feel them moving, you develop this relationship with them, and you're like, I'm ready to meet you, <laughs> and for for those of you that have felt this way, like I'm five two, five three, I'm small, and my daughter was eight pounds. So I am walking around with her. It was very uncomfortable, and I'm in the Las Vegas heat, and I'm just ready to go. I, you know, I was in an abusive relationship, but at that time, right before Chanel was born, there was kind of like a lull. Like it was, it was quiet. There, there wasn't much abuse. I was at peace. Like I was peaceful. I was avoiding. I think. He was more calm than normal, and it was a good time, but it was interesting. So September 8th, 2005, we actually went to dinner, and we were celebrating like, okay, oh, my God, we met last year at this time. We went to the Stratosphere Hotel, which if you have been to Las Vegas, it is that big tower that looks kind of like a, I don't know what it looks like. It's Stratosphere, but it reminds me of like, maybe Seattle Space Needle, but weirder, taller with amusement rides at the top. But it goes up to like 100 plus floors. I forget the amount. Maybe it's 105. We went up to dinner up there. It's like a rotating restaurant. And let me tell you, I'm pretty sure the elevator put me into labor. So I go into labor. That was that was 18 years ago. So tomorrow is Chanel's birthday. She's going to be 18. You guys, I have a freaking adult. Today's the last day that my child is a minor. It's kind of crazy. And that was a big time. So a lot of things 
don't feel memorable from that time that Chanel was born until what I'm about to share with you eight years ago. And this is where I did started noticing this pattern beginning. And, you know, it's, it's not like, oh, my God, every single year there's this pattern that's been happening for 18 years, 19 years. No, it's just there's something about this time of year where I noticed this for me. So eight years ago at this time in September, I was nervously planning and wondering if it was the right decision. Wondering if it's the right decision because I was scared. Have you ever been about to do a thing and you just don't know if it's the right decision? Like there's a part of you that feels like I have to do it. But there's another part of you that's like, I am shook. I am shook. This is, this could go really bad. This could really mess things up. Have you ever felt like that? Or it could go really right. Eight years ago, I was in that kind of storm of emotion. I had just recorded this footage with some friends. And it was going to be this coming out video for me that I was putting on YouTube. It's still there. And I was afraid because I was going to share things with people that I had not shared And I was afraid that they would think, well, that I was lying to them all along because I didn't share these very important things. I was afraid to bring it out because I thought, like, these are my ugly things. And that if people that have kind of circled around me to do business with me at the time I was working in financial services. So people were buying things like life insurance, mutual funds, rolling over their IRAs and 401ks with me. And not really to me, Nicole Sylvester, but to me, Nicole Sylvester, as a representative of this company I was working for at the time. And I was really afraid that they would see that and be like, I'm done with you. It kind of feels silly now, but I still remember being in my apartment at the time, pacing nervously. I remember laying on the sofa one day and just thinking, what the hell am I doing? And I remember sharing with a woman that, I did networking with for my financial services business. I would go to her networking events and she would refer me business and I would refer people to her. And I even was a a panel speaker at one of her big events. And when I shared with her that I'm coming out and I want to share that, you know, I was abused, I was raped, I was kidnapped. And like, there are all these things that I've been navigating. And now I want to help people feel better and release shame and feel worthy again. The way that she looked at me, I will never forget it. We were in the office that she was renting in Philadelphia and she just looked at me like, are you sure you really want to do that? And oh my God, it was scary. (laughs) It was scary. Number one, I wasn't as sure of myself then, right? Like this was eight years ago. And these were things that I was hiding. I was hiding them because I was ashamed of them up until this point where I just felt like I had to let it go. I had to share. And I talk more about this journey of what actually was the genesis of me sharing. I share about this in my memoir. But it wasn't a choice that I had or it wasn't something that one day I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. It was actually something that I will describe as a haunting. (laughs) 
it kept showing up for me. It kept showing up. It kept kind of just nudging me until it was almost like I had no choice but to honor or keep suffering because it didn't feel good. And my financial services business was starting to suffer. Like I, it was commission only and I was making very little to nothing commission. And when things stop working for us that once worked, that is a big sign for us to pay attention. So I want to ask you, is there anything in your life that was once like an open flow, an open channel, and it felt like, yes, this is it. And then it seemed to dry out. It's not that you're not meant to be abundant. It's not to, to say that you're not worthy or something's wrong with you. Oftentimes, that's an invitation to dig a new channel, open up and allow life and abundance and ideas and clients and things to flow a new way. So in that case, it was starting a whole new business. But I will tell you that over the years, that's happened to me with different things. Like when I first started my business, I did it, started with four-week programs. I was doing four-week programs, and that's all that I did. And then there was a point where that didn't work anymore for me. And I was ready to go deeper with people. And part of me was just like, would have kept doing those four-week programs for a long time because it worked. And why not? Why change something that's working? But life will reroute you to play a bigger game and to allow even more good. So it doesn't mean always changing a business or changing a career, but it might. You got to listen to where you're being guided. And this is part of really cultivating that relationship with yourself and your intuition and with spirit and allowing yourself to be adaptable. Adaptation is part of transformation. So that's a whole other topic, but let's, let's move on. So eight years ago, I was doing this and it was September 1st that my coming out video happened. And that was a big time. And October 1st is, was the beginning of domestic violence awareness month. So that's why I did that. And I did it. And I'll tell you that I had the exact opposite experience from everyone that like greeted me and shared with me and responded than what I was afraid of. Okay. So one year later, after I announced, I have a business, everyone, I want to help people. I want to help you believe in yourself. I want to help you trust yourself. I want to help you let go of the things that you're hiding and judging yourself for. I want to help you like embrace and love yourself and own yourself. After that year, that next year was incredibly hard. It was incredibly hard. I had a handful of clients. In fact, I got my first client that year, that year that I announced eight years ago, after I announced my business, I had my first client in three months later. It was actually on New Year's Eve. Don't say that people don't buy things on New, Year, New Year's Eve. Like for anybody that's like, it's a holiday. Nobody's going to buy stuff. No. I have sold $150 programs. I have sold $30,000 paid in full programs. New Year's Eve, people will invest. It's an, that's like a sacred time. Think about it. And I actually have made a big investment in myself on New Year's Eve. When you're like, oh my God, I'm closing another chapter of my life. Like my life is happening now. And I want to go all in on myself right now. That happens on New Year's Eve. That's a whole other topic too, but let's go back to the story. The, so what happened that year from when I said, yes, I'm going to do this till the next September, there was a lot of hard times. 
I mean, I literally had so much belief in my business that I went all in and it felt like I was failing. And here's what I mean by that. I went all in. I did everything that I was taught in a business course that I bought. I did all the things. I showed up for it every single day. I read the books. I, I did everything. I went after it. I wasn't one of those people that was like afraid to sell. I was sharing. I was promoting. But it wasn't working. Have you ever had that happen? And externally, it may have even appeared that I was failing. So after putting my all, going all in, I felt really defeated because things weren't working. And I saw people online saying, well, if you do this, it will work. If you do that, it will work. And I was like, well, it's not working for me. And I actually felt like I went backwards a little bit because I was financially broke. At that time, I was like, you know, often on welfare, often, often on welfare, government assistance, because I was like, oh my God, this isn't working. And finally, I was like, I have to go and get a job. Now, this is so funny because why wouldn't I just get a job? Why was it so hard? I think that it was hard for my ego because I had left my jobs and I started my financial services businesses business, was which was a really big deal because I went from employee mindset to commission only. And that was a big deal. And after having success there and having 10,000 month and things like that, winning awards, making it there, I thought I would never go back. But I did. You know, I got a bartending job at one point to help facilitate my move to L.A. I actually just didn't see myself ever going back to a job once I felt like I'm a coach now. And I think that this could be, I don't want to say it's dangerous, but I could say that it could interfere with our ability to get our business rolling and working. I even have a friend that has been an off-again, on-again client. And one of the things that she shared is recently she got a job. And she got a job and it makes her feel so safe that she has been really feeling inspired in her business. And there's things that she's setting up in her business because she has the resources. She has not only the money, but she has the energy. She's not living in survival. She's not freaking out. She's not in this desperation. And that's a big thing. So I decided in that one year of like, I went all in on my business. It's not working. I'm falling on my face, it feels like, but I know I'm meant to do this. I know I'm meant to be a coach. I know I'm meant to help people. I know I'm meant to share. I know I'm meant to create. That I got a job. And it was a part-time job with my old financial firm, being a recruiter. And that job, just taking that job, meeting my basic needs, it let me feel safe. And then I could just focus on what was true and creative, what really wanted to come through. And it was this time, the end of August, that I got an idea and I started working my business differently. I started showing up for my business differently. I started showing up for my my work differently. And in September, as everyone was going back to school, all the kids were going back to school, my daughter was going back to school, I really wanted to dig in. I wanted to dig in and like be in this energy of success. And I invited 10 people to join me for a group program. And the group program, well, I'm not even going to go into the structure or what I sold it for, but let's just say it was the first time I ever sold something out. I set 
the intention for 10. I sold it to 10. It was a big influx of money. I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, this is the beginning of something. Then I went on and I just used that momentum from that group and I sold something even bigger. And I invited people from that group. I gave them a special incentive. It just kept, it just kept like snowballing. And I will always remember that there was the one year. It was only one year in between those two. But there was one year where I was just like, oh, my God, should I even do this? Is this the right move? Like, this could be the totally wrong move. I feel so scared to even share. To one year later, exactly one year later, totally different experience. Yeah, I went into this tumultuous experience of, like, showing up for something and it seeming like it didn't work. But really the whole time it was gaining momentum. And when I got to an energy, I want to let you know it was the energy that helped me. There was a certain energy and mindset that I had at that time that allowed me to be attractive, to find the right people. And there were some little, you know, launching kind of tools and tips that I have that I use at that time to get my 10 people in. And I was like gritty. I was more gritty then than I am now. Because now I don't need to be that gritty in a way. Like, I'm good. (laughs) But then I was very gritty. I was like, this has to work. It's going to work. And it did. But how much much of a shift in one year, right? So I want to remind you, no matter where you are in your business or what you have going on or where you are in a relationship or whatever you have going on, that everything can change in a year, like, drastically. So that happened. What happened in the next year was just... To me, it was just like so unexpected, monumental. When I say it was unexpected, it was because I really wasn't even planning to go that far. So as I ended up that, as I ended that year, sold my first 10-person program, I was flowing through that final months of 2016. I was feeling like things are really shifting. I hired my first assistant in the beginning of the new year, and still that was scary. I was like, can I afford this? Can I do this? Like, Will I keep going this way? But I just stayed focused. I just stayed focused on serving, knowing my gifts, knowing that my work is valuable, knowing that I deserve to be abundant, knowing that I am abundant. That's a whole other topic, but that it's flowing through me and I just have to make myself available to it. And I entered what I will will just call it as my abundance era. After a lifetime of not having enough, And even when I had enough, which if you read my memoir and if you read it starting next Wednesday, I talk about what we did to make money. And I did some really crazy things, really crazy. Like, I can't even believe I did that. It it felt like another lifetime ago. But it was the home that I grew up in. And I saw my relatives do it. It was just, it wasn't taboo for my family. But it's insane looking back on it. But I had hundreds of thousands of dollars. But I didn't have it. It was I made money and gave it to my partner. And I still had to ask him for permission. He would buy whatever he wanted for himself. He would come home with some like flashy, crazy jewelry. He would go buy a car on a whim. But if I needed something, I had to get his permission. That sucks. I don't know if you've ever been there, but do not recommend. And if you're there, I invite you to open up to what it would be like to be your own abundant being. So for me, I was entering this abundance era where it was like, no one has to approve. I don't care what anyone else says. 
I am creating, I am enjoying, I am living. I remember taking Chanel to Hawaii. I remember buying um, my dental reconstruction, which was really important for me. It was like these things that cost thousands and thousands of dollars, even tens of thousands of dollars, investing in my business, joining masterminds, going to beautiful trips. You know, I went to India, I went to Peru, doing all these things that I always dreamed of in this era after being on welfare just, you know, a year before. So it was a big deal. And after that, things just really got good and things never went down. Like there are ups and downs, yes, but like never, we, I always stayed in the multiple six figures. And that just became my natural set point of who I am, how I operate in business and what I do. And what I want to share with you is like, it wasn't an overnight thing. Like I was gaining the momentum, but there were very specific ahas and and things I had to catch to get that going. And I feel like that's the power is like one thing we can change our mind. One thing it can, it can snap in one thing it can remember, but then we also have to work our businesses like businesses. Like I, what I found is a lot of women that come into my world, whether they're in my programs, courses, or working one-on-one with me is that they think about their business all the time. So it feels like they're working their business all the time. They might be listening to podcasts like this. They might be redoing a course they bought five years ago or, you know, journaling about it. They may even post, but they're not actually doing money generating activities. And they're really not open to a sale. There's fear. There's lots of underlying gunk that is preventing that sale. And that is like, there's beliefs that they have about who they are, about what their community is, about the money they have. There's so many things that can be woven in that prevent. And that's why we have to just be willing to do the process, to do the work, and to free ourselves of that. So moving on, I was in my abundance era in that next year, 2017. I mean, I was aiming for $100,000 a year. I thought, well, if I've done this in a quarter, you know, if I if I can just change up my life in one year like this, I know I can create $100,000 a year. And that's it. I aimed for $100,000. Let me tell you, I hit $100,000 by June. And by the end of the year, it was $204,000. Now, I've made more money in my business. There's been bigger years in my business. But there's something about this one that I love to share with my community because I feel like it just demonstrates how we can go from zero evidence, zero things working, to not even having a business to starting a business, to things being so good in in 12 months to 18 months. And I love sharing that because that's the kind of evidence that I really needed. And I just want to remind you of that. So this year, it's September. Now, how about I go back to last year for a moment? Last year, September, I was knowing that things were changing, but I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know where it was going to take me. All I could just feel was like this deep unearthing feeling inside. And I was like, I am changing. My values are changing. The way I see life is changing. The way I experience myself is changing. And to an outsider, you may not even recognize. And that doesn't even matter because everyone else is, everything that everyone sees, me including, we just have these mental projections, right? Of what we can see and what we can pick up on. But me, I felt, I was like, holy shit, something big is happening. 
And it was almost like I had to grab onto a railing of life and just say, I have to hold on for a moment. I have to slow down for a moment. I have to let this take place. <laughs> and I had my, my event, my annual event, which this year we're not having one, but stay tuned because I'll be having some things. Um, there was an event that was coming and I just knew that after that I was going to like make space. And I did. So you see how that it could be a big, important thing that's happening, but it might not seem like it's good in the moment. Like, so flashing back and just giving you an idea when I was making that decision to make that share in my life and my financial services business was falling apart and I didn't know what was going to happen because I didn't have evidence of what was going to happen in the future. I just had to follow a feeling and trust myself and trust where I was being guided and put that video out and announce my business and step into letting go of Nicole Sylvester, the financial services professional and step into Nicole Sylvester, the spiritual life coach. That was a messy time. It was not sure. It was not certain, but I was clear that I had to. And the next year, everything changed. And last year, there was, it felt messy, but I just felt like everything was changing. It reminded me very much of that period of my life where I had to let go of my financial services business. Obviously, I'm not letting go of me being a life coach and, and transforming, you know, and being in the business of transformation and, and awakening. But the way I was doing business was changing big. And this year, it's like all those pieces are coming together in a really powerful way. My memoir is coming out, and that feels like a big piece of, like, my legacy work. And there's things that are unfolding in my business that I can just see that I'm like, this is going to be the big picture. But it has to come together. So I just want to remind you that for anyone that's in that space. And doing everything that I've done. Knowing what I know, being the businesswoman I am today, I've had the ability to go slow, to press pause, to allow my business to support me in these times, and to now dig in and say, what is the next fullest expression? And that's how, that's how we get to create. So there's something about this time of the year. And last year, no, I will, last year I already said two years ago. I had a really exciting thing. I decided to invite in a group of women and I said, you know what? On the anniversary of me creating my first sold out program, which was the beginning of my first $100,000 year, like it was the, the starting point. It was the momentum. It was the thing that led me to creating $100,000 and beyond $200,000. I want to invite you on a journey. And on this journey, we're going to do 10 weeks. And I'm going to share everything I know about creating $100,000 a year all the way up to $500,000 plus years. What does that look like? What is the mindset? What is the energy? What are some of the practices? What are some of the things I've asked myself? How did I do it? What was the launching plan? What are the levels and layers of my business? How do we have business that creates recurring income? How do we have business that just feeds itself, feeds us, and, and is a win-win for all? And I did this 10-week journey, and it was $2,500. It was $2,500 to do this. On this weekend, until 9-11, which is Monday, I'm going to keep this opportunity open, but it's not $2,500. I want to invite you to have this experience for $555. It's a 10-module course. 
It's the mindset, energetics, and also strategy of creating your first $100,000 a year. But as you heard from my own experience, it's more than that. Because I honestly didn't create my first $100,000 a year. I just skipped over that. I had a $100,000 six month, and then it was a $204,000 a year. I'm going to teach you what I know. And I don't stop at what I did that year. I talk about what I did all of the years. I talk about different ideas. The reality is that there's no one way to create it. It's really about opening up your mindset, opening up your energy, getting clear yourself, going through a journey of opening yourself up to becoming the expression of someone that can create and express and invite in. $100,000 is an exchange. It's an exchange that you have with your universal gifts, your sacredness, your one of a kindness for other people's money because they're saying, I want to learn. I want to exchange with you. Selling is a sacred act. And to me, I could say, well, here's the way. Here's the way I did it. It's the only way, but it's not. So I share, I share different perspectives in this 10-week journey. I share different kinds of business models. I really want to open your mind up to ways that you can do it. Because it's not about my way only. It's about there's many ways. Which way feels best for you? But not only that, we're going through breath work. We're doing meditations. I'm helping you open up to close out the noise from the world and begin to open up to what does your soul want you to do? What's your soul's way of making $100,000? Maybe it's making $100,000 in a month. Maybe it's making $100,000 in a year. But your soul knows the way for your highest and best next step. So this is a spacious energizing, exciting, inspiring, idea giving. It's a way of opening up. So it's a journey to $100,000 and beyond. So this is available and I've done two ways of paying. You can pay for $555, one payment and get the 10 module program. Or you can do payments. There's four biweekly payments of 147. Now, the thing I want you to note for this payment plan in particular is that you receive access and it's lifetime access to the program when you complete your two-month payment plan. So it's a two-month payment plan. There's four biweekly payments of 147. And when you make your final payment, you get full access to the course and it's lifelong. If you just want to bypass that and get instant access and dive into it this weekend and start your own transformation, then you can just pay in full. You can pay with PayPal. You can pay with Stripe. Either way, they're all there for you. This is an exciting time. It's one of those times of the year where it's like, okay, we are closing up 2023. This isn't a time to look at ourselves and say, oh, we did something wrong or I didn't do enough. No, no. But it is a time to look at what we do have and say, what do I want to do with this end of the year? Like, what's the note I want to end this year on? What do I want to make sure that I express, that I deliver, that I create, that I invite people in for? And sometimes it's just like getting out of our way and just saying, okay, I, I'm going to do it. Why not? And I make this really easy because if you're someone that's serious about making $100,000 in your business, we invest in ourselves. 
We just do. Because when we're investing in ourselves, it's an, it's a way that we're saying, universe, I'm ready for people to invest in me. So we don't have to invest in things if it doesn't feel good. But when something feels good or we get that little impulse that, oh, I should do this. Or this is really speaking to me. Or I can't stop thinking about this. Or I wonder what would happen if I did this. Then we, we jump in. So this is 10 modules. It's over 10 hours of transformational content. Tools that help you launch tools that help you grow a $100,000 business without ever launching. There's different business models here. There's ways of gaining momentum. There's ways of putting yourself out there. If you enjoyed my $10,000 month book, which by the way, that's on Amazon. We'll link it down in the show notes. This is the actual like deep dive. So the book is what I've created to, to reach you wherever you are, you know, if you're like, I'm not ready to invest anything big in myself. And there's people that literally have invested $10,000 plus working with me. I literally just heard from someone that I love so much. Um, someone that's one of my friends, but also has done my programs. She just sent me a message yesterday and saying how the $10,000 a month book has been so revolutionary for her. It just has opened up ideas within her, made her think about things that she never thought of on her own. Just like thanked me for that. And it was such a, I had chills listening to her voice note, but it was just the way that spirit was working through her, through her in that moment. Cause it, it really was a reminder of reminding people in my community of these things and offering these windows of like, do you want to save $2,000 on this program? Cause you can save $2,000 right now by getting it. But the book is there, but I would say this program is a deep dive because it's 10 modules of what I would say if we were together, you know, touching on different ways that you can look at opening up to your $10,000 a month, or excuse me, but your $100,000 a year. It's here for you. So my friends, I'm going to get off of here. I hope that you stayed with me on this journey of flashback. I had the notes here from my email that I'm about to send out, but I wanted to hop on here and do a more personalized, in-depth kind of sharing as if you and I were having coffee together. And I'm like, let's just go on a path down memory lane. This time of the year is transformative. It's powerful. It's an opportunity. We get to play in it together. So my friends, I hope that you get in this. If it's something that you want to do, save the $2,000. Why not? If you need a payment plan, do the payment plan. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Either myself or my team will respond. And next Wednesday, the 13th, setting myself free is out. If you're someone that wants to do private work, if you're like, all right, I love the course, that sounds great, but I would love to work on my specific limiting beliefs. I would love you to like help me see my blind spots. I would love you to help me see what I can't see on my own and help me refine it. Then reach out. I'd love to work with you. I am open to a end of year private coaching client. We can talk about what that looks like. And I will throw in this journey to 100K to add as lifetime support behind this. And if you work with me, you get the access to the recordings. We have some boxer time together. It is a really intimate deep dive. So if that calls to you, let's go. Let's make this your time of year as well. All right, my friends, blessings until next time. I will talk to you soon. If you have not done it today, take a moment to just acknowledge yourself to see yourself and remind yourself, 
I deserve the best life has to offer. And I'm going to open myself up to it. I'm willing to see myself differently. All right, my friends. 